Hello, my friends. It's your buddy Phil here. It's a reminder that I have coaching and training sessions one-on-one. If the PMP exam has been giving you a lot of trouble, now's the time for us to sit down one-on-one and get it down pat. You know the exam has so many moving parts. Agile, Scrum in particular, the PMBOK guide, hybridization, so much stuff. A lot of times people just need one or two sessions to get their head straight. Some people need more than one session, but for the most part, I've found one session to be so freeing and liberating for students. If that sounds like something you want to take advantage of, go on down to pmanonymous.com. That's pmanonymous.com. And we'll work together and get you in ship shape to knock this PMP exam out. Let's get into today's show. Hello, my friends. It's your buddy Phil here, Project Management Trainer and Coach. Welcome to the two-minute summaries for the knowledge areas. Today, we're talking about scope, and scope has six processes. Scope is all about using the telescope analogy. You know, when you use a telescope, you zoom right in to what is in front of you, and you're able to really understand the landscape or whatever you're looking at. That's exactly what scope is. Scope is all about understanding what needs to be done, getting a firm grasp of all the things that need to be done on the project in order to deliver the requirements. So we start off as usual with a plan. How are we gonna manage scope? That's called plan scope management. You come out with a scope management plan. In addition to that, you also develop a requirements management plan, still as part of plan scope management. So you've got a couple of plans, one that guides you on the big picture of scope, and another one that guides you on the more specific area of requirements. Then the next thing you do is you begin using that requirements management plan. You get into collecting the requirements. We call it a requirement solicitation. And to be quite honest, if you're thinking in a more agile fashion, think about those requirements. How are they gleaned? Or if you want it to be more specific, how are those user requests generated? We have workshops to write these stories. We have sessions where we work together in a collaborative fashion. So it's not a bad word, the word elicitation. I actually prefer that to collection. After you collect requirements, the next thing you do is you define scope. And that means based on the requirements you've collected, what is the scope? So you have a double take and say, okay, these are the requirements. What is the scope? What did we understand the constraints and assumptions to be? Okay, then it means if we want to achieve these requirements, then we need to do all of this amount of work, all of this amount of scope. So requirements beget scope. Let me give you a very quick example. Let's say you're working on a project and a customer says, I want a chicken sandwich. That's a requirement, okay? Can we get more specific with the requirements? No, I want a chicken sandwich, okay? So we go off and make the chicken sandwich. We go on down to one of these convenience stores, buy a bun, get a chicken patty, stick it in and give it to the client. And the client says, no, this is not what I wanted. You say, what do you mean? It's not what you wanted. The client says, well, I wanted you to make it from scratch. I wanted you to make custom bread from scratch. I wanted you to grow the lettuce. I wanted you to get the chicken and everything done from scratch. Grow the chicken from a baby chick to, oh my goodness. Now what you're asking for, these requirements, it has added scope. You get what I'm saying? The more the requirements are in a particular direction, very possibly your scope could be enlarged. And that's why collection of requirements comes before defining the scope. 
When you understand the requirements, then you can define scope. After you define scope, the next step is to create the work breakdown structure, a hierarchical view of the work to be done on the project, all the way down to the granular work package level. The next thing that happens is we jump all the way from planning in scope to the next process in scope, which is in the monitoring and controlling process group. And we've got a couple here. We've got validate scope, which is where your customer at this point is now inspecting the deliverable. And we have control scope, where the project manager should be preventing scope creep and goal plating and you know, pretty much the addition of extras that are unsolicited or are not going through the proper channels. That's scope creep. And that's pretty much scope for you, okay? In our next episode, we will talk about schedule. And please don't forget to hit like, and if you haven't already on the platform you're on, please take a second. It will greatly help your buddy Phil. We're also now on Amazon Music. So if you look under Amazon Music for PMP Exam, you'll find the PMP Exam radio show. See you soon.